from CPRI and the CPRI Knowledge Hub, this is Research Minutes, a weekly look at new and important research in education. Today we explore college readiness, an increasingly vital component of high school education that can be difficult to formally define. There's limited research that shows that teachers and school leaders, students and parents often aren't on the same page about what's required to go to college. And few studies have looked at student perspectives, but there's really very little to nothing on what teachers think. We welcome the University of Washington's Julia Dunshin, who recently led a study of more than 100 teachers to understand their views on college readiness and how those views can shape their work with students. Sometimes teachers would say group work is really common in college. Students have to know how to work in groups. And then a different teacher would say, you're completely on your own in college. You have to know how to work independently. And so oftentimes there was just contradictory advice that was being offered to students. Dunchin joins host Keith Hugh-Miller to discuss her findings and some important implications for teachers, school leaders, and other stakeholders. We can say maturity is important, or we could say self-advocacy is important, but that's different from having actual dialogue around, okay, so what does that skill actually look like when a student practices it? What does it look like for a teacher to encourage that in their classroom? That's right now on Research Minutes. Welcome to Research Minutes. I'm Keith Hummeller, Managing Editor of the CPRI Knowledge Hub. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Julia Dunchin, Assistant Professor focused on Educational Foundations, Leadership, and Policy at the University of Washington. Thanks for joining us, Julia. Oh, no problem. Thank you for having me. Today, we're discussing your recent study co-authored with Jair Munoz titled Examining Teacher Perspectives on College Readiness in an Early College High School Context. It was published in the American Journal of Education, and it offers a new perspective on one of the more prevalent topics in high school and higher education circles, college readiness. As you note in your paper, it's also one of the more complex topics, as scholarly definitions for readiness tend to vary quite a bit. So to start, could you set the stage a little bit? Why is college readiness such an important concept in today's landscape, and what led you to conduct this study? Sure. So college readiness has become kind of a a very important topic for higher education scholars today, namely because of the rising importance of post-secondary education for this country and and for students. And there's a few things that have motivated the growing emphasis on on college going. And so one view is economic, right? So for in terms of workforce concerns, one, one statistic is that after World War II, two out of three jobs required a high school diploma, and today two out of three require some sort of post-secondary degree or certificate. And so from an economic perspective, there's incentive to encourage more students to go to college, which means that we need to prepare them to be successful there. Unfortunately, we know that a lot of students who enter college don't, don't complete. So about 40% of students who go to four-year colleges don't finish and about 70% of students who go to two-year colleges don't finish. And so there's clear evidence that students who are entering college are not actually prepared to do well once they get there. And then at the same time, there are these persistent gaps by race, class, and parent education in terms of which students succeed. And so, for example, Black and Latino students are only about half as likely as white students to attain a degree. And we also see huge gaps in terms of socioeconomic status. And so there's major equity concerns as well. And so all of these things are driving this emphasis on how do we prepare more students to go to college and be successful. 
And it's a, it's a challenge in part because historically, the K-12 system has been responsible for getting students through high school. So 12th grade was that kind of end objective. And now we're really asking the K-12 system to think about a longer educational pipeline and then asking higher ed to think about how to better serve students if they're arriving underprepared, especially students who might have been historically excluded from those institutions. And so college readiness broadly refers to the preparation that students need to enter college and start taking college level classes and then to do well in those classes and persist to graduation. And so the assumption is that if we can figure out what it means to be college ready, then we can better prepare students before they matriculate so that they can succeed once they get there. And the the problem in part is that it seems like it should be a really straightforward concept, but it's it's really not. It's, It's not, it's more complicated than simply applying to college and getting admitted or simply graduating from high school. And so lots of scholars have have looked at this issue and scholars such as David Conley have talked about the fact that readiness involves a whole range of competencies. So things like cognitive strategies, critical thinking, content knowledge in the different disciplines, behavioral skills or learning strategies like studying and time management. And then finally, knowledge about college. So kind of how do you apply to college and then how do you transition into that setting? So kind of knowing the logistical and cultural requirements of of navigating a higher education institution. So that's kind of the the research setting. But the, the issue is that we really don't know very much about what practitioners think. And there's limited research that shows that teachers and school leaders, students and parents often aren't on the same page about what's required to go to college. And a few studies have looked at at student perspectives, but there's really very little to nothing on what teachers think. And that's a significant gap because teachers are the people in the classrooms who are actually preparing students to go to college. And so that's kind of what we set out to do with the study is to look at how are teachers defining readiness and then in turn, how does that shape how they try to prepare students? So um, in your study, you set out to examine the perspectives of more than 100 teachers, specifically teachers working across eight early college high school programs in Texas. So for those who may not be familiar, could you explain what an early college high school is and why did you choose to focus there? Sure. Early college high schools are a relatively new school model that has expanded over the past 10 or 15 years or so. So these are schools that combine high school with the first two years of college. So basically, K-12 districts partner with an institution of higher education, most commonly a community college, and they allow students to earn up to 60 college credits or an associate's degree by the time they graduate the 12th grade. And so to do that, students start taking dual credit classes. So these are basically college classes that confer both a high school credit and a college credit. And they can take them at a college with a professor, or they can take them at their high school with a high school teacher who's certified to teach college-level courses. And then the school is also designed to provide a host of academic and social-emotional support to make sure that students have the, the support that they need to do well in the more rigorous coursework and to finish some college classes early. And so that's what an early college high school is. And, and we focus there for a couple of reasons. For one thing, these are schools that kind of quite literally straddle the intersection between K-12 and higher education. And so there are institutional contexts in which we reason that faculty are likely to be having conversations about college preparation, college transition. And a second reason 
is that early college high schools are designed to target students who are historically underrepresented in higher education. And so instead of targeting and serving just the top performing students who are likely to go to college anyway, the goal is to create opportunity for students who historically might have been excluded. And so from an equity perspective, they offer insights into how we're thinking about college readiness for students who most need that sort of support. So how did your team get at the perspectives of these teachers? So this is actually part of a larger project that, that included about 10 early college high schools across six school districts in a borderland region of Texas. And so we were working in eight schools for this particular study, and we, we interviewed 108 teachers from across those schools. And so we were conducting one-on-one interviews or focus groups, uh, depending on what was most convenient for that school and that principal. And so we included ultimately 108 teachers and included from 10 to 22 teachers at each school and interviewed them for roughly an hour, but they ranged from about a half an hour to three hours sometimes. And then we supplemented interview data with document data. So we were looking at policy documents related to early colleges and college readiness, as well as specific school mission statements. So anything that a school uh, said on its website, for example, that it did to address college preparation. You collected responses from at least half of all faculty at these eight schools, and you actually uh, worked with all teachers from three of those schools, and you uncovered some intriguing findings. The first regards teachers' personal experience. Is that correct? Yes. So one of the most striking things that we noticed across interviews was how often teachers referred back to their own experience, typically as college students or as high school students preparing for college. So, for example, teachers would say, well, I know when I was in college or, you know, my professors always told me. And so there was a lot of kind of making sense of what it means to be college ready based on whatever it was that teachers experienced as students. So, you know, as an example, one teacher said, being able to write, I think that's what college readiness is. What did you do in college? All you do is write. That's all that I did. And then in turn, they would pass on that same advice to their students. And so you know, when I was in college, I was in these big lecture halls and the professor didn't know me and that's what it's going to be like for you and that that sort of thing. Many teachers in our sample were themselves first-generation college goers. And so they also talked about the challenges that they faced preparing for or transitioning to college as the first student in their family to go to college. And so one, for example, talked about graduating high school with an A average and then being placed in remediation when she arrived in college. And so how that was such a terrible experience for her and that so she focused on these basic skills in her classroom so that her students wouldn't have to go through what she went through. Others talked about the challenge of navigating resources on a college campus and and nobody told them how to do that. And so they tried to give their students advice about that. And then a final way that this theme of kind of personal experience manifested in the data was that Teachers talked often about their own children's experience or their friends' children and the challenges that they faced. And so one teacher talked about how her friend's daughter didn't even know how to heat up ramen. So obviously these students, don't, they, they need these basic life skills and a lot of them are arriving in college without them. So that, that was the big kind of first theme was just how prevalent it was for teachers to refer back to their own experience in order to make sense of college readiness. That's interesting. You also learned that teachers' views on college readiness were influenced by their own professional roles? Yes, they also defined college readiness based on what we called their professional roles. And this manifested in a couple different ways. 
So one was that teachers tended to emphasize skills that they believed were most important for their discipline. So for example, a math teacher would say, for me, college ready is you can graduate from my class and get a C or better in calculus. Or I think you should be able to perform basic mathematical operations without a calculator. Whereas English and history teachers were more likely to emphasize literacy. And so one talked about, I want them to be able to handle any writing assignment that they, they are asked to write at the college level. Or an economics teacher talked about the importance of application. So they can't just memorize, they have to apply ideas to the real world and to the economy. And another noteworthy example that was, was kind of particularly interesting was a physics teacher who essentially said that she thought soft skills were a total waste of time <laughs> and uh, acknowledged that that made her different from many of her colleagues and her principal even. And she said, the lady who teaches next door, she's all about touchy-feely. And so I'm sure that there are soft skills that are necessary for college. And if you were to talk to the principal, she would tell you that I lack a lot of those soft skills in my classroom. But when I'm dealing with students, I just don't necessarily value those things because they don't have a lot of purpose in physics. And so in, in that way, it really, their views of college readiness depended a lot on, on what they thought was necessary for their discipline. And then the other way that their professional roles played out had to do with their perspectives on their own students. And so often they would refer to what they thought their students did well or didn't do well as a way to say, this is what's important for college readiness. So for example, they talked about, you know, our students don't know how to manage their time. Our students aren't good at studying. These are things that you have to do to be successful in college. Or our students are too passive. They don't take initiative. You have to know how to do those things in college. One teacher told a positive story about a student who had initially struggled with math in the ninth grade and spent all of her extra time going to tutoring and eventually ended up as a senior getting A's in all of her math classes. And so that was her way of talking about how important motivation was to college readiness. And so if you think about a teacher within a classroom, that the, the subject that they're teaching and the students that they're interacting with were both really important for how they made sense of college readiness. Finally, you found that teachers described college readiness in relation to the early college context in which they taught. Could you walk us through that? Sure. So in general, teachers' responses and thinking about college readiness were kind of all over the map. But there were a few common threads that came up across interviews and focus groups. And, and these had to do with skills or practices that seemed to be influenced by the unique early college high school context. And so, for example, one skill that came up across schools and across most interviews was the importance of maturity. And so teachers constantly talked about, you need to be mature for college. And usually it was in reference to the fact that because early college students are taking college classes as high school students, they need to have the maturity to attend their classes on time. If they're over at a college campus, they have to communicate with professors they need to know that they can't turn in late work or have a parent call a professor. And so there was a lot of emphasis on maturity because they were saying, if you aren't mature in our particular high school context, then you're not going to be able to be ready. And then they also talked about in terms of how they tried to address college readiness, there was a lot of emphasis across schools on academic rigor. And they talked a lot about how we really work to have rigorous classes and we, we try to have a high degree of rigor in our classes. And they were really talking about dual credit courses and these college classes that are part of the curriculum in the early college setting. And then the, they coupled 
those discussions of rigor with the importance of student support. So they said, you know, our school and our, our classes, we try to hold them to these high academic standards, but we also don't just let them fail. So we work on providing interventions, whether it's tutoring or emotional supports, and, you know, our faculty really supports our students, we care about them. And so there were these kind of shared practices that they, they viewed as important for college readiness that really reflected the kind of mission of what, of what an early college is supposed to do. So I'd be curious to know what you think the implications are here. What are the big takeaways for practitioners, school leaders, or even policymakers who are attempting to foster college readiness in their own school? So let me start with what is perhaps a, a positive implication or takeaway, which is that, you know, it struck us that all teachers were familiar with the term college readiness. They had heard of it. They knew that it was a priority. And when you consider our data set as a whole, teachers really described the same sorts of skills that you see in college readiness frameworks that are written by researchers. So in that respect, our data kind of reflect connections among the research community policy priorities and the messages that teachers are hearing in schools. And so I think that's, that's kind of a good sign. But I think that what our data really show is that how teachers think about college readiness is really very personalized and based on their own experience or their experience as a math teacher or an English teacher. And there was no coherent shared definition across or within schools. And in fact, sometimes teachers' perspectives were contradictory. So Sometimes teachers would say, group work is really common in college. Students have to know how to work in groups. And then a different teacher would say, you're completely on your own in college. You have to know how to work independently. And so oftentimes there was just contradictory advice that was, that was being offered to students. And right, so this had implications for practice. So how teachers talked about college with students and what skills they prioritized in their classrooms really varied. And to some extent, you, you would expect a science teacher, for example, to emphasize different content-relevant skills than an English teacher. Uh, different disciplines certainly have different demands. And so this makes sense. But at the same time, you would, you would hope that across their high school experience and across classrooms, students would be receiving some sort of coherent messaging around, here's what it means to go to college and be successful. And our data suggests that that probably really wasn't happening. So I think that there, there's a couple of kind of big implications or recommendations. And so one is just the importance of having conversations about college readiness at the school level. And I think our data suggests that one way to help do this is to have a clear vision or a clear mission around college preparation. And so when there was unified messaging around college readiness at these early college high schools, those messages were really linked to the mission of an early college. Um, and so you could imagine this happening at a different type of school as well if there's a clear kind of mission for here's what our goals are around college preparation and, and college academic rigor and that sort of thing. So that might be one way to think about facilitating these sorts of conversations. At the same time, our data also suggests that the conversations have to go beyond simply identifying skills or strategies. So all these teachers were talking about academic rigor, but, but what does that actually look like? And so kind of moving beyond, or we can say maturity is important, or we could say self-advocacy is important, but that's different from having actual dialogue around, okay, so what does that skill actually look like when a student practices it? What does it look like for a teacher to encourage that in their classroom? And how as a school do we want to encourage the development of those skills? 
And so, you know, a principal might, for example, foster discussions around what what is self-advocacy and then what specifically are we going to do in our classrooms in order to, to support that skill. And I think that's something that could that could move us in in the right direction to kind of move beyond what is college readiness in the abstract to how as teachers and practitioners can we help support these skills within and across our classrooms. Do you think there are opportunities here for future research, either for you or for others who are working in this area? Absolutely. I think, well, so as we've talked about, this study was conducted in early college high schools. And so I think it would be really valuable to, to do this type of work in, in traditional comprehensive schools and just any other type of high school setting. I think even at the middle school level, so we know that college readiness really starts earlier than high school also. So I think it would be valuable to talk to teachers working in, in middle schools. I think that case studies of, of districts or schools that have specific college readiness policies or kind of maybe programs would be worthwhile as well. And then to talk to other stakeholders. So the, the perspectives of students, principals, community college instructors, university professors, those types of stakeholders also have valuable insight to offer that could help us understand kind of how to move the college readiness agenda forward in school settings. Well, Julia, this is great work, and it's an incredibly intriguing study. Um, To learn more, I encourage listeners to read the full paper. It's titled Examining Teacher Perspectives on College Readiness in an Early College High School Context, published in the American Journal of Education. Julia Dunshin, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's Research Minutes, presented by the CPRI Knowledge Hub. For more episodes of this podcast, or to subscribe to this series, visit us at cprehub.org. That's C-P-R-E-Hub.org. To share thoughts on today's episode, or to suggest future topics, follow us on Twitter at cprehub.org.